Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. So glad to have you with me today. Coming up on today's program, uh, this is a very uncertain time for business. Why not rely on the expertise of others to help you get through this pandemic that we're in and some of the uncertainty that exists? Well, my friend R.J. King, of course, is the editor of D Business Magazine. He's going to be joining me today to talk about his new podcast, How to Grow Your Business, something that could be very, very important in this time especially. That's coming up on The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services. Hey, Craig here. Thanks for joining me for the show today. Uh, again, as I mentioned in the intro, it is a very uncertain time for a ton of businesses out there right now with the pandemic and shutdowns and everything else and lots of restrictions on things that are going on. Even the most seasoned business veterans are struggling right now to come up with solutions and ways to survive through this crisis, ways to make sure their employees are taken care of and that there's a market to return to when things get back to uh, what basically passes for normal these days. Well, maybe a new podcast might be able to help you sort of figure this out, especially if you find yourself in this situation. My guest today is R.J. King. He's the editor of D-Business, and uh, he joins me right now to talk about his new podcast, How to Grow Your Business. R.J., welcome to The Craig Folly Show. Always a pleasure to have you on. Oh, thanks for having me on, Craig. Well, of course. And and I'll tell you what, um, we could use some expertise in the business world uh, at this time right now, because I, I don't know that I've ever seen an atmosphere that's this uncertain in my lifetime. Obviously, I didn't live through the Great Depression, uh, but this is about as close as it gets. Um, and the problem is we don't have really any idea exactly how a return to normalcy is going to happen or if it will ever happen. Uh, talk about the importance of, of having some people with experience on this new program. Uh, to to help guide people along as they try to figure this out. Uh, well, thank you. What we did was we launched a podcast called How to Grow Your Business Podcast and uh, D Business Magazine with uh, Startup Nation, and uh, they're based in Birmingham. And uh, we've been at it for a couple of months now, and been bringing on business leaders, talking to them about how they got through COVID-19, uh, the lessons learned and the path forward for them. So everyone from, uh, you know, David Provost, who's uh, vice chairman of TCF Bank, uh, to Joe Bacari, the uh, president of all the Andiamo restaurants and Joe Muir. Uh, yesterday we had on Patricia Meradian, uh, president and CEO of the Henry Ford, John James, a uh, big auto supplier, and uh, we've just been going through trying to learn and, and provide our listeners with advice on um, how these businesses and organizations were able to make it through COVID-19. Uh, again, the lessons learned and what they're doing to grow their business going forward. The good news, I suppose, is that this kind of a pandemic has occurred before. Uh, the Spanish flu uh, is what everybody refers to it as, 1917, 1918. And, and like I say in my current column in the July issue, uh, America and the world was able to get through the Spanish flu. Uh, unfortunately, it did lead to uh, thousands and thousands of, of deaths. And people were living a lot closer together than they are now. And uh, 
there was not the technology that there was uh, today. And, uh, and what happened afterward was the roaring 20s. So they did get through it, and I think we will get through it. It just takes time. Well, it does take time. And, and uh, you know, unfortunately, it seems that there's a lot of businesses that don't necessarily have a ton of time, especially small businesses, um, those involved in, in any uh, aspect of the hospitality industry. I noticed that you had on the other day, uh, Paul Glantz, who's the chairman of Imagine Entertainment. Um, they, they, that doesn't exist right now. Uh, Hollywood has sort of ceased to releasing movies in theaters at this point in time. What was his sort of thought process on, on how to ride this out? Well, they got pretty creative. Uh, they did popcorn weekends for their various theaters, and, and those were really busy. People came by and bought concessions and took them home. Uh, they're just now getting into the drive-in movie experience out at Canterbury Village in Lake Corian. Uh, you're seeing drive-in theaters pop up really all over the country now. Uh, they used to be a huge thing up until the 60s and 70s um, and started in the 1930s. So, uh, you know, and you know, they're waiting. Fortunately for them, the big films uh, that we're supposed to see this summer and fall are being delayed till either later this year or next year. So that revenue uh, will still be there. It's just, um, you know, they've got to get uh, a vaccine out. And I think we'll be with the mask and, and cleaning our hands and, and all those good things uh, for a while now. And there's, those are good practices no matter what, because it will help uh, decrease the spread of uh, the regular flu going forward. And, uh, you know, just a lot of creative business models that people have come up with uh, to get through uh, this crisis and uh, come out on the other side. Unfortunately, there's going to be, and there has been business casualties, uh, you know, some of these restaurants and stores um, and people-centric uh, businesses, they're really, uh, really suffering right now. And uh, the one thing that I have seen, the restaurants that have been able to do well uh, had an existing uh, strong carryout delivery service already. Uh, trying to start that up uh, from scratch, so to speak, uh, was very difficult for other restaurants. Um, so you're seeing the established restaurants like a Roman Village in Dearborn or the Andiamos uh, or the Townhouse in Birmingham. You know, they have been able to uh, to weather the storm and and all of them are, are well capitalized as well. I should remind folks, my guest right now is RJ King. He's the editor of D Business Magazine and, of course, the host of a new podcast called How to Grow Your Business. I believe they're up to episode seven or eight at this point in time. Um, you know, obviously, when you start out an idea like this, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. You don't just pop it on all of a sudden. Um, but launching it in the middle of all this kind of stuff, what's that been like for you? Because it seems to open up a whole kind of different uh, avenue of, of business ideas to explore in something like this than, than we normally would do in a business show. Yes, we launched it uh, purposely during COVID-19 to provide um, an extra measure of business advice from business leaders uh, for our listeners. We've been able to grow uh, our audience uh, steadily through uh, this crisis. And uh, we've got a really good um, marketing team, a really good social media team. And uh, fortunately, we have access to uh, business leaders across the spectrum, uh, as well as um, you know, educational leaders. And uh, we, we really don't get too much into the political spectrum. Uh, but those business leaders, They've been more than willing to, to come on the show, share their experiences, and, uh, 
and then they're coming back to listen and, and I've heard back from them and said, hey, that other guest that she had was really good and I learned something from him or her. So uh, it, it, it really, the, you know, the whole spirit of deep business is to provide fact-based uh, data and knowledge and uh, what's going on in the business community. And, and we really focus on businesses that are based here in Metro Detroit that are either growing here nationally or internationally. And um, the How to Grow Your Business podcast, uh, available on Apple and I, I think 30 other channels right now. Our team's been doing a great job getting it out there. And uh, it comes out every Monday evening, uh, about five or six o'clock. Um, so it's there for the whole week. And, uh, and in some cases, Craig, it, it uh, uh, much like your show, the, the message from these interviews is, is meant to be uh, inspirational and educational. Uh, so there's, you know, takeaways that uh, business owners and leaders and managers and entrepreneurs uh, can take into their own um, enterprises to, to help them grow. Well, it, one of the things that I've always loved about doing interviews uh, like this is that, you know, you have people, this image of, of business leaders and CEOs as being super confident and, and really, really good at their jobs and, and at the peak of their profession. But what it reveals is that, you know, there's, they're people. Uh, they've got uncertainty. They've got huge decisions to make all the time. Uh, and, and I'm wondering if you're sort of getting a sense as to the mindset of, of the CEO as you do these interviews. Well, I think, you know, everybody came into 2020 looking at a, a good year. The economy was on a roll and, you know, the job market was, uh, was pretty tight and hard to find those specialized positions. And, you know, I think people were probably the best. I think the economy was actually, Craig, I think it was going a little bit too fast. <laughs> and uh, I think people were more, instead of being uh, proactive, were being reactive. And in, in a sense, COVID-19 slowed everything down. Unfortunately, it, it did affect a lot of businesses and, and a lot of people, 20, 25% of people are out of work in, in Michigan and probably a general statement for across the country. Um, it's just devastating. But you really find out who the true leaders are from how they're able to manage a crisis like this, pivot. I mean, look what happened with all the banks, uh, they, you know, they were cruising along with fairly low interest rates, and then they've got to take, um, you know, four or five people that worked on government loans. And TCF Bank, for instance, now has a, a team of 800 people uh, working on the PPP funds. Um, so just imagine the, um, the 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 turnover in terms of job uh, titles and, and job. Um, requirements in, in the organization that's needed. And, and I really think our, our business leaders uh, stepped up to the occasion. And, and I think Detroit is, uh, Metro Detroit and Michigan is blessed more than most states because we have so many small businesses and the Detroit Regional Chamber is one of the largest of its kind. And, and a lot of that is because of the auto industry and four generations since its founding. And, and that just stoked lots and lots of businesses uh, you know, early on in the auto industry, we had a higher wage scale than other regions across the country. So a lot of companies that were looking to expand nationally kind of passed Detroit over. And what sprung up was a very parochial market. And, uh, and those businesses have been passed on and passed on. And so you've got these third and fourth generation businesses. And, um, 
you know, people come here from outside and they're trying to get established and they're just like amazed by all these people and all these businesses and all these craft makers and all the natural resources that we have. So uh, we're a pretty resilient bunch and I think we've been through some, some bigger lows than most uh, because of our uh, manufacturing economy. Uh, we're starting to diversify the economy a lot better, getting into things like information technology, mobility, life sciences, medical devices, and, and that'll bode well for our future. I think we really need to keep going on that vein and, and really get our economy uh, better diversified. Well, RJ, I, you know, I was going about, about to ask you about that. I mean, because for so long, um, so much of the media coverage of business, quote unquote, business in Detroit has been focused on the auto industry and, and of course, the, the ripple effects that it creates around here. Um, do you see it as part of your role with this podcast to sort of highlight the diversity of industry that is that is emerging here in, in Metro Detroit and, and how it is changing? Because I mean, nationally, we are still known as, as Motown, the Motor City, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Obviously, things are changing there. We, we've got some work to do when it comes to our national perception about the level of talent that does exist here and also the retention of that talent. Do you look at this podcast as an opportunity to highlight that or do you not see that as part of your role? Oh, yeah, that's definitely part of our role. We're trying to provide advice and uh, best practices, not only for our region, but looking at other regions uh, across the country and across the world. Uh, you know, one good encouraging sign is, uh, you know, uh, three, four years ago, you saw the automakers really concerned about what the impact would be uh, from Silicon Valley on the car industry as more and more autonomy came into the, the driving aspect and uh, traffic and wayfinding. And now you're finding that um, that's not as important anymore. And what I'm seeing is a lot more Silicon Valley companies uh, establishing a base here in Michigan because it is so dominant in, uh, in terms of automotive and mobility in general. And what they're finding is uh, it's very, very difficult to build a car or a truck in rapid order. Uh, the only, you know, we, we have not seen Microsoft or Apple or Google. The only one that really jumped in was Tesla and they, as we've seen, have had their ups and downs in, in trying to um, to get, uh, you know, a vehicle out that competes with uh, everybody else. And that's been it. So uh, I, I think I really don't see anybody else from California coming out with a new vehicle. There's so many different, you know, uh, in a major way. Um, and I think that bodes well for the automakers and they just have to, to stay ahead and and look at it like, you know, hey, we're the experts here in terms of building in mass production scale. And the technology uh, is really what they have to stay ahead of to make sure that they uh, are right there with everybody else and even ahead of everybody else. So that uh, that'll better diversify uh, our economy, especially on the information technology side and the robotics and big data and, um, you know, artificial intelligence and all those good things. Well, RJ, I mean, you, you talk about this. Uh, you're hosting this podcast. It's called How to Grow Your Business. Um, how willing do you find most CEOs and, and business leaders? Uh, how, how willing are they to share their expertise? Because, I mean, obviously competition matters. But do you find that they are, are, are willing to sort of share the things that have gotten them through difficult situations? Yes, I think they really want to because, um, you know, 
as I mentioned last year and in the last few years, there was a big war for talent and companies really learned that, you know, they really have to have a great culture and they have to have great leadership. And by having things like that, they're able to attract, um, you know, the, uh, the hot recruits, so to speak. And, and now going into COVID-19, they really have to show, they have to keep showing, yes, we have great culture. We're not, uh, you know, we're not dictative. We're an open business. Uh, we want to encourage debate on topics and we want to hear uh, from everybody in brainstorming sessions. And, and those, those are the companies that are going to win here. And, and these leaders recognize that. So anyway, that they have a forum to describe what they're doing. And, and you know, they're not giving away trade secrets or anything <laughs> sure. like that. Um, you know, they're not opening up the vault so that we can get access to the Coca-Cola formula. But um, at the same time, they are sharing um, in, in a very uh, nice way their, their best practices. And, uh, and in so doing, they're also listening to the podcast to, to glean ideas for themselves. So I think that's really the spirit of the podcast. And, and it's just, um, you know, uh, ethereal in some respects, but it's very much a, a sharing of knowledge. Well, RJ King is my guest right now. Again, he's the editor at D Business, but he's also the host of a new podcast called How to Grow Your Business uh, on, uh, on uh, that, of course, is available at D Business and just about anywhere you get podcasts, obviously. Uh, but I do want to ask a little bit about you personally in this one. Uh, you've been a print guy for a long time. Obviously, you've done some radio interviews with me and, and other places and done some television and things like that. But approaching it as a host, uh, how do you have to sort of change your approach to an interview when you know you've got a certain amount of time that you've got to work with, uh, presentation matters? I'm wondering how that has impacted your approach to, uh, to talking to people. Well, what I've been doing, and you know, there's, no, uh, there's no Bible out there that teaches you how to do all this stuff, but um, basically I write the script up every week, uh, have the questions ready to go. Um, have my intro ready to go, and, it, and it's very comfortable and natural to me because I've been asking, I've been asking questions of business leaders for uh, you know more than twenty years. So you know, much like you, Craig, it it becomes uh, very uh, simple and comfortable to do that. And you know, you're always trying to put your guests, uh, whether you're doing an interview for the magazine or uh, our deepest and daily news or. Michigan Makers or Detroit 500. Uh, you're trying to put people at ease. You're, you're trying to get the best information from them. Uh, and, I, and I think that works well uh, flipping over to the podcast arena because uh, it's the same thing. We're asking you know, detailed questions about how businesses are, are growing, how they're spending um, their cash reserves, where they're looking to expand into new markets, uh, how they're trying to uh, shore up something that might be a challenge for them and uh, come out good on the other side. So in that respect, it, it, it has been natural. Uh, obviously, it's not something I, I've done uh, in the past, uh, be a host of a podcast, but uh, it, it was not as difficult as I thought to, to step into that role. And uh, it's gratifying to see that the, the listeners are, are coming and and not only coming, but coming back uh, each week. And, you know, we'll try to uh, just keep growing that business, uh, that part of our business um, incrementally and, and not go for the home run. And, 
and uh, you know, just try to get our singles and doubles and get over the plate and have wins and, and provide people at the end of the day with sound advice that they can take away to help their own business or enterprise. Well, well, let's sort of wrap up with this one then, because I want to give you an opportunity to talk about why this uh, this program has value outside of of maybe that targeted business owner or or somebody. Because you know there are a number of shows that focus on business, channels that focus on business. So you have somebody that's watching, uh, you know, uh, say Fox News versus Fox Business. Maybe they don't watch Fox Business because they don't think it pertains to them. What should people know about your show and your approach that would make it valuable for somebody who doesn't think they're quote unquote part of that business elite? Well, I think everybody, um, you know, is, you know, we, we get through, uh, you know, grade school, high school, uh, college, hopefully. And, you know, the, the learning process never stops. It doesn't stop when you come out of college. You're, you're continuously learning. And I think that's an, uh, an innate um, attribute of all humans is that we want to keep learning. And our podcast provides not only um, interviews with top business leaders, and they're not only talking about their own businesses, but they're talking about their industries and uh, what are some of the hot products that are coming out, the hot services that are coming out. So they're learning about, uh, you know, for existence in a couple of weeks. I think, in fact, next week, mid-July, uh, the Henry Ford has got a huge uh, Marvel comic book uh, experience. And so, uh, you know, you're going to learn about things that are going on in the Detroit region outside of just pure business advice and, and how companies are, are expanding their operations. But also, you know, new offerings, new products, uh, the new services that uh, that people will enjoy themselves, either for their own education or for their own recreation. All right. Well, we'll have to leave it right there for today. But again, congratulations on getting this launched and building an audience. It's not an easy thing to do. And uh, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but there aren't that many that actually have value. I like this one a lot. It's called How to Grow Your Business. My friend RJ King, who of course is the editor of D-Business and the host, has put this together. There are several episodes out there right now with some insight from a lot of people around our region that are working to make it better around here in this uncertain time. And I hate to say that phrase. I apologize. But RJ, thank you very much for your time today. I do appreciate it and continued success, my friend. Uh, Thank you, Craig. Love your show. RJ King is the editor of D-Business Magazine and the host of the new podcast, How to Grow Your Business. Again, you can find it at dbusiness.com and anywhere else you download your podcast. Just take a look for it there. We appreciate him joining us today to give us some important tips and some insight into what's going on in the minds of some of the business leaders in the community. Hey, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Reach out to me, thecraigfollyshow at gmail.com. It's simple to find me there. You can always find me on social media as well. I'm on all the major channels. Shoot me a line there and let me know what you think and uh, what you'd like me to do going forward. All of these things are possible. So thanks for listening today. I certainly do appreciate it. We will talk again soon. Don't forget, coming up on Friday, it is the week that was on Deadline Detroit, finalizing a lineup for this week right now, but there's going to be plenty to talk about for sure, especially as we see the way that this campaign season is shaping up and the kinds of things that we are going to be forced to think about as we get ready to vote coming up next month in the primary and then again in November. So... We'll always have plenty to talk about on Fridays, and we always have a lot of fun doing it, and hopefully you will join us then. Facebook Live at about 11.30 on Friday morning, but of course it's downloadable as a podcast and available at DeadlineDetroit.com as well. Thanks for checking it out today. We'll be back. The Craig Folly Show is made possible in part by Deadline Detroit. Deadline Detroit has some of the best journalists in the city. 
We're asking you to support independent local journalism by joining our $3 a month membership. By joining, you become eligible to win prizes including tickets for sporting events and gift cards to some of Detroit's best restaurants. Just go to our website and click the ad at the top or go to www.deadlinedetroit.com slash membership.